Hi guys and welcome back to the PE podcast. This is going to be a small series of short clips. They're going to be small highlights from individual videos talking about similar topics. Today's video is going to be about coping, coping mechanisms, routines and how people deal with different challenges in their life on a day-to-day -day basis. I hope you enjoy these videos. I'm currently in the process of putting together series two. So in the meantime, I hope you enjoy today's clip and I'll let you get on with it now. The best way to get through a barrier or an obstacle, it, it's your perception of that obstacle. So if, you're not, if your perception is negative, then you're going to quit. But actually, if you look at the obstacle as the opportunity to not only push yourself, but to learn new skills and to further yourself, you're going to find a way to get over that obstacle. You go over it, you go under it, you go through it, you go through the side of it, but you, there, there is a way. There's always a way. It's whether or not you're willing to put the effort in to find that way. Um, and we know that like along that way, along that path, there's going to be a lot of, you know, it's going to be unpredictable. You're going to be pushed to the limit. But it's, it's whether or not you are so kind of passionate about that goal that you're willing to put yourself through it. Um, and, and sometimes it's like, right, how much do you want that goal? Can you can you afford to quit and then seven years time look back and go i regret that do you want to live with regret or do you go for it and if you go for it on the day and it doesn't work out great you've learned that actually you can push yourself sometimes you won't achieve it sometimes you will but at least then you've learned new skills you can apply in the future but if you don't go all in no matter what happens uh, you're not going to really learn much about yourself and i always say to people like it's about reaching your potential in life it doesn't matter if you get to the top level or not what is your potential? Forget about other people's potential. Don't compare yourself because um, nobody's you. So it's all about trying to reach your own potential and, and, and your true happiness. So for me, I'm, I'm happy pushing myself to the limit until I get to. It's, it's setting yourself a routine. I'll use the last lockdown as an example. The first lockdown in, in well, obviously a year ago now, I, I really struggled with it. Um, and I think there was one thing I never, you know, I, I've always been one of them. And I was like it when I was younger. I didn't want to go to school. I don't, don't want to get up in the morning, go to work. But I think, like you said, after having that sort of time to reflect and, you know, you can get yourself into a bad state of mind. I, I remember when we went back in, in September, I was so anxious to go back to work. And I think that's something a lot of kids will relate to now going back to school. And I think for the reason, probably similar reasons, obviously not cutting hair, but I was thinking that you know, there's going to be 20, 30 people outside the shop waiting. You know, it's going to be really busy. I'm going to be back to back. Yeah, I'm going to have phones going to be going, are you open? Are you busy? And I think I, you know, I was dating myself after being off for three months. I was thinking, I'm, you know, am I going to be able to go back and cut hair? I haven't done it for three months. Um, and I, yeah, as I can imagine, you know, I can imagine with a lot of kids now thinking the same thing. You know, they haven't been around kids in a classroom probably for so long. And, I, you know, I guess that although everyone wants lockdown to end, I guess that's, that's the other thing. You know, there's going to be a lot of people. And I, I think I'm, I'll be like it to an extent. You know, I'll be a little bit, I don't want to, you know, sort of be crowded. And I suppose I do worry about that, really. But um, in terms of, you know, coping and stuff like that, I think, for one, I think, I know a lot of, I don't know if a lot of young people do this now, but I think just going for, biggest thing for me is exercising. Um, and I don't do it enough. I think if I did it more, I'd probably be a lot happier. But just sometimes I wake up in the morning and I don't even think about it. I get out of bed and I just go for a run. Um, and I know that's hard, obviously, you know, so, uh, depends on, you know, your age and stuff. You can't just leave the house. But even if it's, um, I know you've probably heard of it, like Joe Wicks, 
um, you know, doing yeah. that. I was doing that in the last lockdown, like, and I was I felt a bit stupid at first because I, I, I'll be honest, I thought it was more for like women and children, young children. But you know, I was doing that with my other half, and you know, we was having a laugh while doing it as well. And I can't stress enough how you you will never ever feel bad after doing some sort of exercise. You know, at the time you, you think, oh, I don't really want to do it, but if you can, you know, like I say, just do a little workout on YouTube or just come up with something yourself. Um, I think that helps massively. Doing that on the morning, you know, that can really set you set your mind for the day. Um, especially like when when work's normally open, I, I tend to go to the gym for. A, I don't even do a lot to be honest, but I tend to go for about half an hour in the morning just to give me that focus. And then I know I'm not going to be thinking about all the negative things. Then when I go to work, so I feel a lot more. Um, definitely the mindfulness. Um, I know there's an app called Calm. Uh, probably a lot of people are familiar with that now. Um, I think they do charge, but they, you do get freebies on there. Um, and I think there's there's a lot of exercises on there where it's they, um, there's one called Seven I think Seven Days of, of of Anxiety, and each day it will sort of take you through a different technique of what how you can combat that. Um, as I said before, you know the biggest one, uh, the first one, the easiest one, if you like, is just sort of breathing in through your nose and out through your mouth, and then it's sort of uh, you know just focusing on on nothing really and, and and you know if your mind does wonder bringing it back to your breath or you know how relaxed you are but yeah i just think for me the two key things are probably you know mindfulness um, and exercise and i think you know the other thing is and i was very guilty of this when i was younger i suppose it's a bit harder now in lockdown but when you get back from school and your mom and dad ask you how your day has been don't just say oh yeah it's all right be honest you know if you've had a rubbish day Tell them how you feel, or tell them what's on your mind. Yeah, and I think I, you know, I mentioned it earlier on, didn't I? That um, my target was obviously to get back to full fitness and to um, ultimately sign then uh, back at a professional club. Um, but you know, I understood that you know I had benchmarks. So you know, at first it was to um, to strengthen the muscle after I had the initial operation. I actually had a setback with that. I got an infection, and that sort of set me back another few weeks. But um, you know, just having different, you know, markers to hit. So first was to strengthen the muscle. Then it was to, you know, do my stretching and, and, and build that up. Then into some running, uh, then into sprinting. So each each section, I'd sort of, you know, tick it off and go, right, I'm here. Um, this is the next block. Um, because like I said, if you, if you look at the sort of the four-month period from when I first did it, you know, that was ultimately very daunting. And, and again, mentally, I think would, 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 would drain you so you, I think it's, it's important to go right what's my first marker where do I need to hit first once you've hit that right brilliant tick that off what's my next little block and then before you know it all of a sudden you're along that journey um, and I you know I was literally into you know a couple of weeks from being back uh, to full fitness so you know ultimately that four month four, month, four and a half month period didn't really feel looking back feel like that long because like I say I just literally got my head down and set the markers along the way so um yeah you know I've missed the penalty I've had injuries um I've not been selected and all of them probably if I'm honest they're all highly traumatic and like really sit deep in you so I think my first time I didn't get picked I was 14 and I vowed that I would never not get picked again and in a non-arrogant way I never not not got picked again because of that one moment it like it made me more resilient, it made me more focused, it kind of, um, yeah, it just, it made me bounce back. So any negative, I always see it as a, how can I react, what positives can I get from it, and how do I bounce back? And it's the same, like, 
as I'm talking to kids now and my niece, failure is not failure. You know, you got to learn from it. There's, I was reading a book the other day, uh, Black Box Thinking, where you, you only learn from mistakes. So I think the biggest coping mechanism is just get your, get your butt out of bed and get going and get training and get working harder and work harder and harder. Whether you're dyslexic, you work harder, you get a workbook, you get a book. If you are not fit, you get on the track and you run. Like, you can control everything. You know, you, you can control, like, my attitude was as long as I can look myself in the mirror and know that I've given the best that day, for me, that was the best coping mechanism because I would have no regrets. In terms of injuries, that's a little bit harder. You know, for me, that was the the biggest one that really probably messed my career a lot and for a long, long period of time. Um, but again, I took positives from it. I went back to education while I was injured. I learned other things while I was out injured. Um, and again, I became more resilient from it. So I might not have been necessarily the same player, but I came out of it with a lot more positives than actually I had before. And in the long term, it's worked out better for me. So everything is a learning lesson. And, you know, I always try and take negatives and come out with as many positives as possible. And I think that's the biggest coping mechanism. And I think one is to not suffer in silence as well so for any youngsters that are, are watching is that if you are struggling just speak up say that you're struggling I know that at times I, I definitely didn't and I wish I would have said I'm struggling or I wish people had took more time to look at the behaviors and were like that person is struggling so but again that makes you learn more about yourself and you become more resilient so that's what I would learn from all those kind of traumatic events in my life anyway. Yeah, and it, it can become, um, you know, I like to use the analogy again of a bubble. You can be so focused and it can become so intense sometimes that you can't see a way out of it, um, especially if you're, you know, working towards uh, getting a certain grade or uh, getting selected for the race or the team. Um, it can become so overwhelming um, and like you say, it can be easy just to hide yourself away. And I think that's where you've got to make sure you've got stuff in place. So coping strategies, like you just mentioned, taking time for yourself, doing stuff you enjoy, whether it's going for a walk with a friend or walking your dog or just having a day of listening to some of your favourite music or watching a series or, uh, you know, going, going out and when obviously normal circumstances are with a group of friends and cycling or running or going swimming or to the gym making sure that that's in place I think that's key right then that's the first highlights episode complete we've spoken to a range of different individuals from a range of different backgrounds about how they manage their challenges and the daily routines that they put in place to overcome and manage anxiety stresses and things of that nature I hope you've enjoyed that episode and next week's highlights episode will focus on a different topic altogether. So come back next Saturday for the second highlights episode. Hope you all have a great weekend and a great week. And I'll see you all here again at the same time next week.